0: Glad tidings is no stranger to me either. All right, praise the Lord. So glad to see you, so many of you whom I'm acquainted with. Let me just turn this away. Yeah, this gets in my way. Okay, praise God. So it's really good to be back in God's house. And uh, I am believing God that He will speak to you in a very special manner this morning because I've prayed. I have waited in the presence of God and I know He's going to speak. Amen? The Holy Spirit is going to anoint His word if you open up your ears and allow Him to. What is important is that we look carefully into His word and capture the principles of what the Spirit is saying through the word and apply it in your own life. And then you will see God bringing breakthroughs Uh, Into your own life even in this difficult uh, time that we have this past two years I think all of us have gone through challenges every single one of us. I think there's none of us that are uh, You know exempted from this challenge, you know, prior to the pandemic. I was uh, traveling very extensively in fact uh, in 219 my calendar was uh, completely filled up uh, and uh, out of the 52 weeks I preached close to 200 messages uh, teaching in Bible schools and churches. and In fact, my wife and I resided in, the, uh, in Sydney, Australia for about three months. In fact, I maxed out the, the visa. Uh, if you go into Australia or the ETA, you can only stay maximum of three months. In Australia, three months is 92 days. I maxed out 92 days and left on the 92nd day and I uh, traveled to Melbourne, taught in a Bible school, uh, and you know, I was like all fired up. And then even uh, prior to the pandemic, uh, my wife and I were in Sandakan, ministering the word of the Lord. That was on March the 15th morning, when I received a call from my sister, uh, my elder sister, uh, Pauline, I don't know whether she's here this morning, informing me that my second sister, Mona, has passed away. Uh, she's a member of the Trinity Baptist Church, which is at, uh, behind the EPF building. And uh, we had to actually uh, uh, change our flight. I still preach, all right, still preach, but I changed my flight to come back earlier. And uh, quickly arranged for the wake and could not even, uh, you know, uh, cast her ashes uh, to the sea, which was her request and uh, the, 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 her remains had to be kept by the undertaker for, I think, more than a month. It was very, very difficult. In fact, during the funeral, the cremation, the streets were totally empty. How do you remember that none of us knew what was really the SOP? So, so fake, huh? vague. And uh, the streets were so empty and, and, and after the funeral, you know, it was like in prison. Is it true? And, and I thought for a little while, what is happening? What is happening? First, my sister is gone and now we are locked up in the house. But I want to thank God that even though we may look at it, in a negative way but god has something great he was not caught surprised by the pandemic we were surprised right and uh and and i tell you that there were so many great things that had happened during that time of movement control order and i want to praise god for it and even as i go into the message as you begin to Identify your own situation with what I'm going to share. The Lord will bring that breakthrough in your life and the Lord will bring rain once more. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we do want to thank you this morning for the worship that we have brought before you. Lord, even as sweet incense have been raised, dear Lord, in your house, and I know, Lord, that you have received these Worship this evening, this morning, Lord. And we know, dear Lord Jesus, that by the promise of your word, you have said that, Lord, you will inhabit in the praises of your people. And indeed, you will, O Lord. And so, Father, even now, speak life into these words. The Bible declares that the latter kills, but it's the Spirit that gives life. And so, Lord, breathe into this Word, dear God this morning and cause life to come forth from these words and penetrate Lord these words into our hearts into our minds that Lord our soul and our spirits will be liberated because of the word that we receive from you today for these we ask and we pray in Jesus name in Jesus name Amen first Kings chapter 17, verses 1 to 7. And I want to read with you from the New Living Translation. 1 Kings, chapter 17, verses 1 to verse 7. Now Elijah, who was from Kisbe in Gilad, told King Ahab, As surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, the God that I serve, there will be no dew or rain during the next few years until I give the word. Then the Lord said to Elijah, Go to the east and hide by the Karif brook near where it enters the Jordan River. Drink from the brook and eat what the ravens bring you, for I have commanded them to bring you food. So Elijah did as the Lord told him and came beside Karif brook east of the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread, And meat each morning and evening. And he drank from the brook. But after a while, the brook dried up, for there was no rainfall anywhere in the line. My message this morning is entitled Breakthrough When Your Brook Dries Up. Let me give you a very quick background to the story that we have just read a moment ago. Elijah existed during the time of the reign of King Ahab. King Ahab is uh, uh, is a very cruel king that the northern kingdom, that is Israel, uh, had. Basically, because uh, of his marriage to an evil queen or evil woman by the name of Jezebel. Jezebel was from uh, the region of Sidon, and their worship their worship in Sidon was basically uh, to this particular god called. L, all right, L, and uh, and the the worship was given to uh, to L and to this particular uh, funny god, all right, funny uh, god, and uh, it it brought so much of uh, uh, damage to the nation when the nation was turned away from God to Baal to worship Baal, and we find that. Uh, Ahab began to build Asherah poles. Asherah poles are basically sacred trees or poles that were erected to honor this uh, particular god. And uh, and and somehow or another idolatry, you know, was everywhere. And and Israel began to be so far away from God. And God raised up Elijah at that particular time with the boldness of God to speak into the nation of israel and particularly speaking into the life of king ahab and i believe it all my heart it was the anointing of the holy spirit of course holy spirit was not really really you know uh, 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 present you know and not really mentioned uh, present you know in the old testament but i believe it was the empowering of the holy spirit that came upon elijah that gave him that boldness and so he went up to king ahab and he declared to King to say, "There will be no rain in this nation. There will be no rain for years." And this really uh, caused Ahab to be very angry, very, very angry uh, with him. In, in fact, in uh, 1 Kings chapter 16 and verse 33, you know, Ahab was so angry. You know, he uh, he kind of like addressed. Uh, uh, this, this Elijah says, "Are you the troublemaker? Are you the troublemaker? You know, in Israel that has is caused so much of difficulty in my nation." And so here comes the story here, where after pronouncing this particular prophecy that Israel will have no rain, Elijah went to this place by the brook, Kerith Brook. And while he was there, the Lord began to prepare him. The Lord began to move in a very, very powerful way. God prepared Elijah for his complete reliance on him. He prepared him for his complete reliance on him. God placed him in total obscurity in verse 3. The word obscurity means a state of being unknown. He was removed from all people. Just as you and I were removed in that two years plus during the movement control order. And the word that is being used here in Hebrew is hidden. God hid or he hid himself in verse 3. Right? He hid himself. And the word in Hebrew means to be absent on purpose. So in other words, God hid him on purpose. As you begin to look back during this period of so-called lostness, or some people may call it languishing, which is a young people's term right now. Languishing means Getting bored, getting restless during that period of time. How many of you are really getting bored and restless during that time? You know, some of us are so uh, uh, lost. You know, in the sense that you know you have been always working and suddenly you can't work. Uh, I remember meeting uh, Eton You know, uh, somewhere. You know, in the month of January when I was when I popped here for a little while, and, uh, he, and the wife uh, was telling you know my husband truly truly used another route to go to work. When he knew that he's not supposed to go to work, he was bored at home. We were bored because it took us out from our routine. Some of us were scared. I was scared, right? I was scared when I went up to do groceries. Remember, there was one occasion at the start of the MCO, only the head of the household can go out for groceries. Remember? Only the head of the household. And so I had to go. I had to drive to Giant, which is near to my home, and do the groceries. And lo and behold, I saw all the head of the household. <laughs> and not only that, all the head of the household on, on their mobiles, asking their wives, ngam ngam ma, And then, hey, wait, 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 turn on the video. Correct or not? Wow, it was so difficult. It was so, uh, I tell you, challenging. Me too, likewise. You no, know, I don't know. I don't know how the difference is between choy sum and pak choi. You know, as you pak choi. I don't know. You know, very, very challenging, and very scary too. Driving on the road so quiet. You never see that before. Is it true? Right. So God hit all of us with a purpose with a purpose and I want to tell you brothers and sisters this pandemic did something good to all of us because why? because we found time my wife and I found time to read the Bible in 2020 we read the Bible whole Bible two times every morning we would read 10 chapters, some mornings 15 chapters and we read it audibly, we take turns. One whole year we read through the Bible, Genesis to Revelation twice. Do you know the recent survey that was conducted by Christianity Today which was reported about I think last week in their, uh, you know, in, 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 in their news. 20, uh, 21 or 22 million of the Christians in America has stopped reading the Bible because of the challenges that they are facing. What have you been doing? Have you been increasing in your prayer time? Have you been feeding your soul with His Word? There is a reason why God is allowing this to happen there is a good reason and I pray and I hope that you and I are finding that reason of God hiding us of God on purpose allowing this to happen the shaking has taken place and it will continue to take place my friends Things are not going to get better, my friends. And we, as a church, we need to know where we will stand to prepare our hearts to receive the coming of the King. Many people say that, you know, we are fighting an invisible enemy, that is the COVID-19 virus, but it's not, that's not true. We can see the virus under a microscope. So it is not really an invisible enemy, after all. It is God who is really invisible. It is God who is omnipresent. It is God whose power, whose reality is at work in our lives that we need to fear. We need to be concerned, yes, about what's happening. We need to be concerned about avoiding crowded places. But we are not to fear Our presence because you know why it's not about the new normal as a matter of fact it's the new abnormal because the normal thing is for the body of Christ to meet together it's about the community leaving the more you stay away from the house of God the greater is the loneliness and the fear that will creep in And as a matter of fact, research are saying that Zoomification, which is a term for the overuse of the appliances, of social media and, you know, all the gadgets right now that we are using, you know, Zoomification causes laziness in many people. Because you know why? With a click of the button, you can off the screen. Yeah? Nobody knows whether you are actually in front of the screen or not. That's why some, you know, some ministries will say, please on your video. Please on your video so that they know that you are actually following what has been taught. So, brothers and sisters, I pray that with all of my heart that we would find our place coming back to the house of God. And I want to say to those of you who are on screen and online right now, if there are no serious situations in your life that prevents you from coming to the house of God, please be in the house of God. Hebrews 10.25 says, we need to come together for the purpose of encouragement, Watching online and being physically present is so different. So it's so different. Amen. Hallelujah. In 1985, a study was conducted in the US to find out how many close friends an American has. The result is three close friends. All right? And they repeated this study or this research. In, 19, in 2003, the same study was conducted. And guess what is the result? How many of you say, also three? Anybody? Two, two. You know what's the result? Zero. A typical American has no close friends. You know, Christians, we actually connect on four levels. Do you know that? We connect on four levels. We connect. Number one level, number one is what we call the large group, which is right now that is taking place for inspiration, for instruction, congregational gathering. Christians con connect on this large group. We need that encouragement of one another is so good to see friends that we have not met for a long time if we could hug we would have Is you true level number two the social group this is called what we call the makan together group and this is the most universal experience because bible informs us that there was the 70 all right and do you not know that enemies can become friends over makan? Yeah. Of course, you'll be very suspicious. Huh? This guy never contact me one, never call me one, never visit me one. Suddenly say, i yeah, very suspicious. What is this guy doing? But as soon as we're on the makan table, as soon as the food is served, as soon as the conversation is struck, all barriers down, true? Not yes. Obinkey, I remember he said. He said Pastor Stanley, "If you want to have a good crowd for any of the evangelism we take, throw a dinner. Ask your church members to sponsor the pre-believers. Surely come who don't want to go for free makan, free food. So we have the social group." Then we have the small group, the connect group or the live group. So here we have the 12 disciples, the small group, where there is a lot of interaction, there is a lot of support that we get. And that's the reason why it's important for you to get into a cell group. Someone, a pastor, have actually said it before, and I find that it's a little bit uh, crude, the pastor said, if you don't belong to a cell group when you die, uh, nobody knows uh. all. <laughs> then who's gonna conduct your funeral? You call, uh, you telephone uh, uh, another church, and you say, can you come and conduct uh, my so-and-so's uh, funeral? Who is he? Remember or not? Except Christ right there. Baptized right there. Immersion or sprinkling. Wow, a lot of questions, no? But when you're in a cell group, everybody knows. Is it true or not? Yes. It's important for you to belong. There's what we call big enough or small enough to know each other. And finally, there is the intimate group. Peter, James, and John, often known as the inner circle of Jesus, Inner circle probably means because they were always with Christ during special events. The three of them were present at the transfiguration. The three of them were present witnessing Jesus raising Jairus' daughter from the dead, accompanying him when he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. So there is this intimate group. There is this group that you lie with all the time, most of the time. Oh, I miss my time here in Glad Tidings. I miss my time with Pastor Kwan Ming, Pastor Kun Sing, going out to the Rojak at Section 17. No more, already, Pastor. Move ready, close, ready. Don't know where they went. We miss the time where we would always rub shoulders, going out together, having a good time, eating, laughing sometimes praying. So I hope that you would be committed to live in the community that God wants us to. And this period of obscurity is to help us to realize how we need each other, that we are social beings, how we need the support, the prayer support, the encouragement, if we don't have that, we will all dry up. We will all dry up. There is this particular person by the name of Adam Grant. Adam Grant is a organizational psychologist and he serves as a professor at the University of Pennsylvania. And he says that uh, authenticity is being who you are and that you aim to make your identity visible to others. And I hope and I pray that during this period where you are hidden, that you begin to work at authenticity. That you want to make your identity visible to others. You know, Elijah, when he went to the Karif Brook, his only friends were the ravens. His only friends were those creatures that came and fed him, that gave him food. That was his only friends. But I believe during this period of time he was put into what we call the school of the spirit. The school of the spirit. Every great man of God will go through the school of the spirit. Jesus went through the school of the spirit. When right after his water baptism, he was led into the silent period to be tempted. Not only that, the Apostle Paul in Galatians tells us that he too, after his dramatic meeting with Jesus on the road to Damascus, went into the deserts of Arabia. He had his school of his spirit in the three years. I believe that during these three years, God was working in him to build authenticity in him, to build the real self in him. And Adam Grant says, you aim to make your identity visible to others. Then there is also integrity. Integrity is becoming who you say you are. I hope that during this time of silence, this time of being hidden, that God begins to work in you, building your integrity. You're an honest person. Are you? During this period of time, we are square with ourselves that I have to be true to who I am. Psychology says that individuals function like what we call a um, bipolar thing, you know. When we are public, we are one person. When we are a private we are another person. But I think what is important is that we need to be true to who we are. We need to have this integrity in becoming, in saying that we are becoming who we are. You strive to internalize the image that you project yourself. Internalize, meaning to say that you begin to allow or check on your attitudes as well as your behavior. The kind of image that you want to portray. I believe with all my heart that Elijah went through all these. God checked him. God scanned him. God changed him. God molded him. God is molding us during this time. God is molding you and I every moment of our lives. Even as we have been Given our freedom now, little by little, God is bringing us so that we can build authenticity and integrity. There's also what we call self-expression. God is wanting to help us to attain self-expression, which depends on knowing ourselves. How much do we know ourselves? In during, during this period of time, how much do we know ourselves? I begin to know that I have limitations. I begin to know that even though how effective I am, I have my limitations. Each one of you have your own limitations. Every church has their own limitations. Every single pastor was struggling to learn new technologies. There was a pastor that was in Subang Jaya. He told me, Pastor Stanley, you know what? During this pandemic, I have learned to master the media. If if ever I am kicked out from the church, I know what industry I need to go in to be a media person. Because I'm so skilled right now. So skilled. And then of course, Self-expansion comes from evolving ourselves. That means developing ourselves gradually. I believe during this period of time, Elijah developed. Elijah began to sharpen his axe. Elijah began to become a powerful man of God. God also took care. Sorry, of his essential needs in verses four and verse six. God made sure that he had food to eat. God is indeed our provider, is indeed our Jehovah Jireh. Thanks be to God that each one of us are provided for our basic needs, God has given to us. He has provided. He's faithful. He's faithful. How many of you can truly say that, God, you have been faithful to me this past two and a half years? You have been faithful, dear Lord, in supplying all that I need. My wife has never used online ordering so much in this period when we were locked down. One day, Order from fish bowl. Fish bowl. Another day. Order what? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, famous uh, chicken over in uh, in uh, huh? village park. Another day. Village park. Another day. I go in tapao. Wow. God took care of our essential needs. And indeed, we want to praise God, that He's a God that cares for each one of us. God also caused Him to be totally dependent on Him. You know why? Because in verse 7, the brook dried up. Now water dried up. No more water. No more water. You see, when it comes, when we come to the end of everything, we know that He is a God that is totally dependable. Hallelujah. He is dependable. He's a God that will not go back on His words. His promises are yea and amen. Hallelujah. He's always good. He's always good to us. I pray that we will not forget that He is this faithful, faithful God that will never let us down. Amen. Amen. What is God saying to us when we are in a dry brook season of life? A dry brook season is never a wasted time. Amen? It's never a wasted time. Because new skills are learned. Yeah? New skills are learned. I've learned to record myself preaching. Although very frustrating in the moment. You know, we had to use hangers. We had to use tables. We had to use all kinds of things, you know, to record ourselves, you know, churches that ask us, you know, can you record a message and, uh, and, and, and post to us and, and so and so forth. But of course, we, can, we, we are not so chungy, you know, to be able to do all the rest, you know. We said to the church, you, know, you 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 have to put in the, the slides for us, we don't know how to do that. You know, all we have is just a simple laptop, we don't have all the, uh, the software to do it. We learn, we learn through trial and error. It's never a wasted time. It's never a wasted time. Because as we begin to spend time in his presence, God begins to speak to us in a very real way. He changes us. God is more concerned about developing our character and maturing us when he than he is providing for our comfort. Are you looking at, as you look back in time, do you see that actually God is maturing you, making you a better person, making you to be a better husband, a better wife, a better son and a better daughter? I became a better husband in the sense that I have to help my wife to clean up the house quite a bit. Begin to pray. It all depends on how we look at life. Whether we want to be a better person or whether we want to be a bitter person. I pray with all of my heart that you and I will pray that God will make us a better person. In Isaiah, Chapter 49 and verse 15. Yet Jerusalem says, The Lord has deserted us. The Lord has uh, forgotten us. Oh, dear. Hey. Never can a mother forget her nursing child. Can she feel no love for the child that she has born? But even if that were possible, I would never forget you. What a reminder that God is giving to us that He never forgets us. In our moments of darkness in our moments of disappointment in our moments of difficulty he never abandons us god has written his name on the palms of our hands always in our mind is a picture of jerusalem's walls in ruins praise god he has written your name and my name in the palm of his hands that is the faithful God that you and I serve today. A dried up brook is often also a time of God's pleasure, not His disappointment in our lives. It's God's pleasure. Revelation chapter 4 and verse 11 tells us Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor, power, honor and power for thou has created all things and for all pleasure they are and were created praise god it's not for our disappointment it's for the lord's pleasure the lord wants to look at us and see us how we are handling how much we have matured how much we have progressed in our christian walk with him Are we learning to be more grateful or are we complaining more during these difficult times? Hard times we experience is not to break us, but to make us. Somebody say amen. Amen. It's to make us, not to break us. So that we can depend on Him, so that we can lean on Him, so that we can fully rely on His faithfulness. When you feel like the brook has dried up, remember this that God loves you unconditionally. Hallelujah. He loves you unconditionally. He continues to extend to you his wonderful grace. Unconditional means you don't have to earn your rights to be accepted by God. Simply Trust in His goodness, His character of goodness, His character of love. You don't have to always seek God for His approval, to do things to earn His approval. Come to God just as you are, hallelujah. Just as you are, come to Him. Don't have to do a lot of things. Don't have to be like the other Christian who is full of talents and strive to become that, to be like that person. Just be yourself. He loves us unconditionally. When you feel that your brook has dried up, remember you can trust him completely. He is a faithful God. He is a faithful God. He's never going to leave you. Heaven and earth will pass away. His words will never pass away. And He will remain with you. He will stay with you forever and ever. He will love you to the very end of the age. Everything that you need for life, you can find your relationship You can find it in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. Church, everything that you need for life, you can find it in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Stay close to Him. Love Him no matter what. Love Him no matter what. Praise God. Praise God. This morning, Even as we bow our heads and close our eyes, Eyes. I would like to ask you to reflect. I would like to ask you to spend a moment to reflect. How have you been? How have you been with your walk with God? How have you been this past week, this past month? Can you confidently say that you have been even more close to God today compared to last week? Are we moving forward? Are we pressing in to know Jesus even more? There are some perhaps in our midst that is going through some difficult moments, some challenges in your life. My friends, don't run away from it because there are many precious lessons when you are being hidden speak even when you go through darkness I'll ask you even right now to just remain where you are seated reflecting what has been said as I ask the worship team to lead us in this song please remain seated as the song has been sung If you know it, you can sing along. If not, just sit in His presence and allow the ministry of the Lord to this beautiful song. Jesus. hallelujah I don't know how and in what areas of your life has the Holy Spirit has the Lord addressed but I want to say to you church and even those that are online He's a faithful God and He will never walk away from you when you're in need God never walked away from His people and even as He leads you to those dark moments where seemingly He seems to be silent and quiet but what He meant in those silence is that He brings changes in your life That He begins to encounter you so that you will make the change in your own life So that there will be a tearing away Of things that are not right in your life Forsaking of sin Forsaking of behaviors that are un- un- unacceptable to the Lord. God is a good God. God loves us unconditionally. His every head is bowed and every eye is closed. I do not know whether there is someone here that you do not know Jesus. Perhaps you're going through a rough patch in your life you're asking a lot of questions why 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 is this happening to my life but i want to tell you this there is a reason because god wants to show you that he loves you he loves you unconditionally he loves you and does not expect you to be perfect before he loves you, he says, Come to me, my arms are open wide. So we head is bound, every eyes closed this morning. If you are here in our midst, or even if you are hearing online. You are saying Pastor There are many frustrating moments in my life There are many Disappointments in my life I don't fully understand Perhaps you are going through a divorce Perhaps you have just been sick from your work and you don't understand why and you need that work to survive. Let me tell you this. God loves you and God will take a special moment to surround you and to envelop you with His love. So if you are here in our midst and you're yet to come to know Jesus, I want to give you an opportunity to experience the love of God, to experience the care of God, to experience the comfort of God. I want to give you that opportunity to say, Pastor, Pastor, Please pray with me that I can have a personal encounter with God. Yes, my brook has dried up. There's no more water. There's no more meat. There's no more supply. My brook has dried up. If your God that you have been preaching is real, let Him show up in my life. If this is what you're saying this morning, will you, will you very quickly just raise your right hand and keep it raised until I see it and I put it down and I will pray for you that God will come and encounter you this morning. Even if you're online, we you just put in the chat It says, I want Jesus. Just type in, I want Jesus. And there'll be somebody that will connect with you So if you are that one person That you need Jesus Right now in your life Very quickly, will you just raise up your hand of yours Right now Let me see that hand And let me acknowledge it So that I can pray with you for you Hallelujah Is there somebody? Thank you, Jesus Jesus will feel will fill you this morning with His love. Just a little while more before I turn this service around. Hallelujah. Shabbat of us shalom. If not, church, can I say this to you? I address you now Are there situations in your life That you really need God's touch And you're saying Pastor I need God I need God I need God to show up in my life right now I need God to show up in my family I need God to show up in my relationships There are broken relationships in my life there are situations that I need God's touch God's healing touch perhaps you are going through some situation where the doctors have just said I I can't help you anymore I want to tell you this He's a God of miracles He's a God of breakthroughs. He's a God that's full of promises you can trust in Him You can fully rely on Him this morning. No one looking around, but you are desperate for God. You are desperate for God. And you want to acknowledge Him that He is your Lord and your God. He's your only help and your only answer for that situation. going to ask you to boldly stand to your feet. I'm not going to ask you to come forward. Just stand from where you're seated and say, Pastor, here is my situation. I come before God right now. I come before Him right now. At the count of three, if you're that individual, you want God, you need God, you're desperate for God. stand to your feet at the count of three one don't wait any longer but come to Jesus two I need you now I need you now more than ever before three thank you Jesus thank you for your boldness. Thank you for your boldness to acknowledge that you need Him now. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for these brothers and sisters that are standing on their feet right now in the name of Jesus. Can I ask some pastors and some cell leaders that you just go and stand with these brothers and sisters. Just stand with them With your presence to support their cry for God, to support their cry for Jesus to come along beside them. There is nothing impossible for the Lord to do, there is no illness that God cannot touch, there is no sickness. That God cannot turn around. I have personally seen, my wife and I have personally seen terminal cancer, stage four, God healing those lives. And today they are living testimonies for Jesus. Nothing is too hard for the Lord, church. Nothing is too hard if we dare to believe, if we dare to trust. That needs restoration. The brook has dried up in those relationships, and you need God to come in to refresh that relationship once again. Husband and wives, are you contemplating divorce? Are those thoughts of suicide? in your mind even right now I say to you taste God this morning taste the goodness of God and you can turn that situation around Father, I thank you for these brothers and sisters that even as, Lord, the pastors and the leaders are praying for them right now, I ask for the fire of the Holy Spirit to come upon them, dear Lord. Intervene in their situation right now in the name of Jesus. Father, intervene in their in their physical condition if they are seeking you, dear Lord, for a healing touch. I ask, dear God, that Lord, if we will reach out to you, Father. We will begin to touch the very hands of the garment of Jesus. And Lord, we will surely be made whole dear god because our faith is in a living god is in a true and a living god hallelujah hallelujah father we seek you dear lord for the restoration of relationships for the healing of relationships dear lord father lord if there are in strange relationships between families and siblings dear Lord I ask dear God in the name of Jesus for the total restoration of those relationships hallelujah 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 i ask you in the name of jesus dear lord for those that have lost their jobs dear lord and are are praying desperately dear lord father for you to supply a new job i pray in the name of jesus this this week dear lord there will be interviews dear lord father oh father oh god there will be letters dear god of acceptance in the name of jesus i pray for a miraculous intervention right now Come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy Spirit is speaking to me right now. There's somebody here with some addictions, some serious addictions. And I want to be obedient to the Lord. You have tried your very best to wiggle your way out of these addictions you've tried attempted many times but you've failed but this morning the Holy Spirit says trust in me surrender your life to me even as your brook has dried up because all your efforts have gone to waste and God this morning can deliver you from that addiction Hallelujah Father in the name of Jesus Even as you have spoken dear God I dare to believe you dear Lord For that divine deliverance dear Lord Upon that person right now In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus Break through dear Lord Hallelujah Let that bondage be gone In Jesus name Whatever it is right now Father Let the power of the Holy Spirit Break that bondage dear Lord hallelujah thank you jesus hallelujah shall we all arise to our feet and let's allow this team to once more the leaders in this song shout to the lord and let's all participate and believe god that his wonderful promise is with us hallelujah Even right now, dear Lord, I pray, dear God, Father, oh Lord, for those who are watching online and those who are able to come but chooses to be online. I pray that the grace of God will draw them into your house, dear Lord, so that Lord it will create a good problem for the church so that they can reconsider, dear Lord, a second service, dear God so that the tucking will be havoc again dear Lord that there will be a good problem that will be created because we want to see the exaltation of Christ dear Lord in our midst dear Lord we want to see the magnifying glory of the Lord once more filling His house that the glory of the Lord will begin to fill this place once again and Father we will experience community living community living that you so desire so desire hallelujah so father i bless the church i bless the leaders of this church i bless the cell groups dear lord i bless the leaders of the cell groups i bless dear lord the ministries that are represented in this church that you will flourish dear lord the Father of oh God, souls will be warned, lives will be changed, and that they will constantly push back the forces of darkness and extend the borders of the kingdom of God. I praise you, I give you glory, dear Lord. May the love of the Father, fellowship of the Holy Spirit, and the grace of the lord jesus christ be upon each one of us as we go for this place in jesus name i pray amen amen god bless your church hey church hey.